and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a Tuesday. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. For the next couple of hours, Trent Condon, Ken Miller, to talk sports with you. Thanks for spending some of that time here with us. BMW Des Moines guest list uh, lines up as follows. Maury Hanks is the CEO for Global Sports Management. They are the folks behind, well, a number of the basketball tournaments uh, that uh, take place um, for instance, the Emerald Coast Classic, Cayman Island Classic, dot, dot, dot. Uh, he's behind all of these things. But I was getting set to play in one uh, this coming uh, November. So we're going to pick his brain on that. It takes place in Florida. Fingers crossed that that part of the state of Florida uh, was at least relatively unscathed. So we'll do that coming up here at about the, at the bottom of the hour. What goes into these things, et cetera, how, off, how long in advance. He also organizes a number of these foreign tours for basketball teams uh, in the summer. So we'll do some of that as we kind of segue. Uh, more and more basketball conversations coming up on uh, our show. I'm assuming some of the others here as we move towards tip-off of college basketball season. Jethro's got a whole bunch of new menu items coming, Trent. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know if it's a product of us moving time slots, uh, but seemingly we're on the outside looking in a number of times. <laughs> uh, and look, we're grateful to be here. Yes. I don't want to get um, anyone to be misrepresenting what I say, but it's working out well already because Jethro is going to come in. And I believe they're going to give us some samples uh, of at least one of these new items, and they're gonna, then they're going to make their way into all of the other shows at some point. So look forward to catching up with uh, with Jethro's. They'll be in here at 45. Get your mouth watering uh, just before the lunch hour. Bama Bob, who normally joins us on Monday, they had a previous commitment, but we're still going to go around what we saw this weekend. It's not too far in the rearview mirror to rehash and take a, kind of a little peek ahead uh, to what's coming up this weekend. And then Vinny Iyer, who covers the NFL for the Sporting News, also part of the Locked On Podcast Network, does a lot on fantasy football. Uh, he'll join us at 11.30 as we um, talk some NFL football with uh, Iowa and Iowa State both holding their press conferences today. Impossible to get uh, guys that cover that. Um, tomorrow, different story, but today that is the case. We'll get some nuggets, though. The yeah, players right. from Iowa will be meeting in the media. In fact, that's happening right now, so just underway. Hopefully, Twitter will be active with Leistikow or Doc or Kankert uh-huh. or whomever. I Colt, the whole crew, mm-hmm. and we'll hear from them and what's going on. 145 with the press conference with Kirk Ferentz saying, will he name a starter? Well, he didn't in the in the uh, depth chart. No. Which is kind of weird. So... Yesterday, Leistikow had the text to his uh-huh. uh, to his members of his text group saying that he believed that it was going to be Spencer Peters. Then we see the either or. Do you anticipate that this is a week where you play coy? Well, I thought that was going to be the case, and then when Leistikow tweeted that out or texted that to his group yesterday, mm-hmm. I thought maybe um, maybe I'm mistaken on. This. Now you can still be coy with it. You can still say mm-hmm. we're going to figure it out this week in practice. Now, if it's practice, we know who it's going to be. Well, we've been told that because he is a practice All American, Spencer Peters. I mean, mm-hmm. the way this guy must mm-hmm. practice, he's got to look like Joe Namath Gifted. out there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When you wear a red jersey and you're not going to be hit, things are a little different. When the bullets are flying in a football game, we see. He is not a good quarterback. No, no. Well, we'll find out, I guess, on Maybe we'll find out today. Do you anticipate we I will? No, I, I don't think so. I think it's going to be one of those we're going to evaluate this week, mm-hmm. and we'll go from there. The question that I have, 
as you've seen how toxic it has been in Kinnick Stadium. I mean, mm-hmm. starting the South Dakota State game mm-hmm. when the booze were raining down, mm-hmm. when Peters well, we was struggling. We knew it was coming. We said the entire month of August, look out. Going back to the Michigan game, I had some buddies that went into the game a little bit earlier, and they said, just when they're announcing the starters and they're putting them up on the mm-hmm. big screen, there was 15,000 people in the stadium at that time. You could hear the boos when it just announced really? Spencer Petras as a starter. I, people are out there warming up. It's 45 minutes before the game. Right. And the boos, and you knew he was going to be the starter, mm-hmm. and the boos rained down there. Mm. Now, you trot out that first series against Northwestern after what we saw again last week. Yep. The vitriol that is happening inside well, the fan base right now. Well, how many empty seats are going to be on Saturday? Oh, it's homecoming. You can't give away tickets. I'm not going. Yeah. I, I, this is our tailgate group's biggest weekend. This is for the mm-hmm. first time in 20 years. We have a, a tournament we call Floyd a Boner. Our old roommate Boner. He, yeah. was, he was quite a character. <laughs> I was hoping there was something more to that. So. Yes. And, uh, well, remember the, uh, the 80s sitcom, uh, Growing Pains? And the neighbor? Uh, not really, but... The yeah. neighbor... Has, I remember the, name, I remember the show was on. You know, isn't it weird that back in the 80s, you, you got away with saying that? Yeah. Calling the guy in the 80s that, but Go he was nicknamed this guy. He was one of our roommates. Family, for crying out loud. <laughs> he was a disaster. Yeah. And we just created this tournament where we play and we have a traveling trophy and you add to the trophy every year. Mm-hmm. This is a big tailgate week. Not, not going. going. Not going. It just, I can't. Yeah. I can't. And I have some family obligations also this weekend, but it's just one of those... And I know I'm not alone. And we have our group of tickets, 11 tickets. Mm-hmm. We have a couple extras. Can't find people to take them. Jeez. But free. Here, have them. Nah. I'm good. <laughs> not going to go. So to your question, how many empty seats out of the 70,000? I mean, are you going to see pockets and swaths of, of just open seats? Yes. And look up in the corners and there's going to be nobody there? because well, People are going to move down. Yeah, you're going to move down and get a little closer right. and do those kind of things. Absolutely. Do they get to 60,000? Inside the building? What's the what's the day after Thanksgiving going to be like? Oh, hideous. I mean, it's difficult Ooh, enough as is. I know it. And then what the weather's going to be, how bad this team uh-huh. is. What, this is how quickly what, what it can change. What kind of stakes, if any, there are to play for? Probably not any. I, I'm, I'm not grab- giving up, Trent. I'm not giving up. You're not. Nope, not yet. Not for That's either just of you them. being hopeful, though. No, That's well, not of course you. it is. Yes. This absolutely. is not you using no, your mu- football no, mind. No, I don't want to stop talking about Iowa and Iowa State football on Thanksgiving weekend. Right. I just don't. I refuse to believe that we're not going to have a Well, we're still going to talk about it. We're just not going to be talking about about, a game Yeah, but do you know what moves the needle? Nothing like nothing. um, I don't know. So if I was going to Detroit to take on a match. I'm I'm in. In fact, I might go. You're not going to Detroit. Probably not going. You can go to Windsor, though. You can stay in Canada. (laughs) I speak the language. Uh, Yes, you do. I've heard there's some things that happen on that other side. uh, that's, that's, That's all true. Talk to some people that do some business in Detroit. And they say, and they make their way over to Windsor? Uh-huh. There's some yeah. things that happen over there. Well, I've never made it to I've never Detroit. been to Windsor either. No. But I made it to Detroit. I went to Comerica. Oh, okay. And it's literally right... It's a two between um, Ford Field mm-hmm. and Comerica Park. It's a two-lane street that separates the two of them. Really? Is it four? I don't think it's four lanes. I think it's two lanes between the two of them. A road. I don't know if it's a service road, mm-hmm. but I remember thinking, this is really strange. Right? I mean, with the traffic on either be a Sunday or a Tigers game day, it was okay. The stadium, mm-hmm. Comerica Park, was okay. Saw the Jays play there. I'm not sure what year it was. It's in this century sometime. Anyways. You used to travel, huh? I used to travel. 
I used to travel. Now I hate travel. Yes, you do. Um, except it's to Las Vegas, and I'm envious that you're going out there. Not this weekend, the following weekend. So did you see the knockouts that happened again, of course, last night Trent, with the it's Bears It's unbelievable. Game. So the, we're talking about the Survivor Contest mm-hmm. that we entered, and there was over 6,000 people in the country that entered, and it's going to, I don't know if it'll double next year, but there's going to be significant uptick in this. It's for The, the prize was $6 million. And all you have to do is pick a single game. Not against the spread. Nope. Just pick a winner. Just pick a winner. Pick a winner. One winner every week. Sounds simple, right? It is simple, Trent. Come on. Anybody can do this. And once you use a team, you can't use them again. That's the, that's the one wrinkle. And there's, well, two with the Circa Contest because you also have Thanksgiving and Christmas. Right. It's its own. They're their own week. So it's a 20-week contest. Mm-hmm. Last year, six different players split the prize. They each got a million dollars, roughly. Yes, roughly. Yeah, yeah, Just a shade under, I think it was about five million was a prize pool last year. And yeah, they split that as people got to the end. Mm-hmm. They're not getting to the end this year. There are 125 players left in this contest out of 6,108, and we're not even in November. It's incredible. It's amazing how difficult this thing has been this year. So the 300-plus entries this past week that were still alive, 175 of them used the Patriots. That was 45% of the entries. That was the free square this week. Absolutely. And if I was still alive... I absolutely would have used New England. I think England I probably well. would have too. Well, we at the end of the show, Mr. Monday Night made an appearance. Yes, uh, didn't go well, no. and, and I couldn't agree more with Mr. Monday Night. I thought Mr. Monday Night's um, uh, was on the right side, and it was very apparent very quickly uh, that the Chicago Bears. Now I don't know if it was the fact that we're not you know, Belichick. You're gonna you're gonna get Hallis at some point, mm-hmm. but you're not going to do it on our watch. It sounded like. They mentioned, and I flipped back and forth, actually. I watched more of the Manning cast. Did you? Now, I did watch a second of it. Is because Obama was on, and my wife yeah. wanted to see that. Yeah. So we flipped over to my that. My wife's a huge fan, too. And so we've, we flipped over and watched that uh, during the second or end of the first quarter, early second quarter of the game. But, you know, listening to the guys, they mentioned that that was something that, I can't remember which broadcast it was, it was something that was talked about in the Bears locker room. That hey, Oh, it was? Yeah. That Good. This is, at least a, a little talking point uh-huh. for Eberflus that, that he was using. And hey, he's trying to get Papa Bear's record. Yeah. One of those kind of things. Stir up like the that. ghosts. Yes, of course. And nothing wrong with that, Absolutely right? Absolutely not. And look at how they played. Now, this story becomes Justin Fields. Do you have a quarterback, Trent Condon? Have you changed your opinion of the... I changed from where I was two weeks ago. Uh-huh. Where I was a week and a half ago after that Thursday night game against Washington. When you get him on the move, when he makes these things, there there are still negatives to him. I, I read a stat this morning about him in tight windows. He still is not willing to throw the football. Although yesterday, and it's funny you mention that because I don't. I'm not saying I disagree mm-hmm. with you, but there was a play last night, and Aikman pointed it out during the broadcast. He thought he was going over the middle. He said, and it was to what it was to um, it was to Mooney on the sidelines yes. who made a circus catch. Absolutely. But Aikman says, look, this guy's in the middle of the field standing all by himself. And that's where, and I love listening to Troy Aikman. <laughs> I do too. Because he's looking at it from a quarterback. Well, there's where he needs to go, right? Mm-hmm. That's where I would have gone if I was still, you know, quarterback for the Cowboys. Um, but that he, instead of taking the wide open receiver, he decided to make that incredibly tight window and Mooney made a spectacular catch. Mooney's a good receiver. He is a good receiver. They need a lot more. They need more for they need more Moonies. Pettis is a good number four. Mm-hmm. You need a two. Pettis three. moments last night. Or a one and three. Yeah. And Mooney can be your two. Yeah. You still need that. But yeah, he was making plays in special teams, had the punt return mm-hmm. as he caught it on the fly, a line drive punt. That was really good. But back to Fields and what you saw, his ability on the move and with his legs and to make those kind of plays. He's fast. I got so excited. And I watched Cappy after the game. 
Oh, did you? I, I did. Watch, yeah. watch Sports Center. Yeah. Flipped over to Cappy for a while. Uh, they were having fun. Wanstead is just such a goofball. I mean, he he is so goofy on that post game show. But Cappy does a great job. Excited to talk to him tomorrow. Is yeah. Wanstead doing any college football? By the way, I don't think so. And he goes to all the press con, all the the Big Ten, the Big Twelve. He's, right. he's always at those uh, summer. Was well, he on? I don't know. He's not at games. He's no? in, He's a uh, what in stu- studio, what studio would he be in? FS One. No, I watched it this weekend. No, huh? I don't know what he's doing then. But you're right. He was there because he was the one that thought he had it all figured out mm-hmm. with the Big Ten mm-hmm. that they're going to go out and expand things. Yeah. Like, well, Dave Wanstead really got that information, right. and we found out. No, of course he does not. But uh, yeah, it was really good post game. They were excited about things, grading very high, and this Bears team's not very good. But the young talent that you already see in year mm-hmm. number one of a new regime. Mm-hmm. Trending in the right direction. All that cap space. All the cap space. That's a really good point, too. A pretty good draft pick. You would think that there'll be somewhere, mm-hmm. who knows, 8, 10, 12, somewhere in that right vicinity. In that There's a bunch of quarterbacks. There's always quarterback needy teams mm-hmm. uh, that if they draft late, they're willing to you know give you back some of those ones that you've given up over the years, whether it be Mac or Fields. Mm-hmm. When was the last time the Bears had a first-round pick? Well, well without trading for Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. Yeah. Right. Because, yeah, they traded away ones for Mac, right? Mm-hmm. Now they traded mm-hmm. away four fields this past season mm-hmm. that they missed out on. That's been a while. Got to go back probably four or five well, years. You're going to have one this year, uh, by, by um, unless you make another, another move. move. I'm not sure yeah. you would. Well, maybe you will. Anyways, it was a good win for the Bears. If you're a Bears fan, um, you needed last night. You deserved last night. It's been a long time since you've had last night. But what do you make of... Um, of, of what's going on with Mac Jones, mm-hmm. Bailey Zappi, Bailey Zappi, a rookie out of Western Kentucky, by way passing of Renner. Houston Baptist. Is that's that where, where he's from? That's where he was before. Um, he played his final season at Western Kentucky, set the FBS record no. after setting a bunch of records at the FCS. Dude's he on can time. chuck it. Yes, he can. It's not a wow arm, uh-huh. but he's accurate, and that's a huge uh-huh. part of it. Now he's listed at six one. Does he look in this game? I'm looking at it on TV. Yeah, right. He, but he is does. he six one? He doesn't look. 6'1". He doesn't look six one to me. He, he absolutely does not look like he's. Well, let's 6'1". put him next to Mac Jones. He's probably what six five somewhere in that range. Six four, I think. Six four. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, he doesn't look as end. Anyways, he was efficient last night, um, but the team, the Patriots, boy, oh, boy, this is a bad Patriots team. How is this team favored eight and a half, and how did America, us included? Well, because that defense had been playing so well, <sighs> and the Bears ran it right at him with that depleted mm-hmm. offensive mm-hmm. line. David Montgomery. By the way, David Montgomery, is what, what he did in the game, great. Mm-hmm. Did you see the Michelle Beisner piece? I did. Oh, my God. Little misty, phenomenal. Little misty. <laughs> my, my wife came into the living. What are you crying about now? <laughs> she come to that point. It's just I'm just old, and, and old people get this way. At least I do. But watching that last night, it was um, um, Hunter Herb. Yeah, I believe yes, yes. Hunter Herb, young kid from Boone, and what? And David Montgomery's friend. And I remember that story. Um, I do too. When he was at Iowa State, one mm-hmm. of the locals or or John Walters or uh, somebody at Cyclones dot com. Somebody caught wind of this story, and they did it when he was um, a Cyclone. And it's great to see that you know he's moved on from Iowa State, but uh, Hunter Herb has not moved on. Uh, from our David Montgomery's not moved on from Hunter Herb, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a great piece. Uh, it got a lot of um, you know a lot of buzz, social media buzz. But man, oh man, that was really good. But the player himself, Cappy doesn't think they're going to re-sign him. I don't think so either. And again, I had one of my Cyclone buddies last night who's not a Bears fan, but he said, "What are you doing?" I get it. 
No, he's I tough. Too. He he is he's a Chicago Bear kind of player mm-hmm. through and through. Yes, Just the he toughness. Is. Right. That spin move that he yeah. had it, in traffic. The spin move then comes out of there, then he darts forward for another four yards mm-hmm. on top of it. There's just something about him. He is so dang tough, mm-hmm. and he is so difficult to bring down something we obviously saw a ton at Iowa State. So what kind of contracts does it take? You mentioned they have know. cap space. Uh-huh. It's a running back. Right. That's just it. Do you give him four years, $40 million, no, something like that? I don't think so. As I much don't... as I want to see him stay with the Bears. Because you look at Herbert, who's not a every down back. No, nice, good touchdown but he, last night. He's a nice complimentary yep, yep. piece. Mm-hmm. But you go in the fourth round and you get another running back. And you yeah. look at the waiver wire and you pick up a free agent. And you, you look at Dante Freeman last week. I mean, that guy's been around the league, mm-hmm. seems like, for 20 years. And he's out there. He's still got a little juice in the legs. Yeah. Just there's so many guys you hate to invest mm-hmm. in the spot. But I get from Cyclone fans that just want to see him succeed. And, oh, absolutely. And what a difference. And this maker was a perfect be. example why they want him to. Abe was one of theirs. It's got to be when you see the person that he is. This is such a difficult situation to be in because we know. You don't invest no. in running backs. No. You just don't. No. But he's so good. Yes. He's so talented. Right. He is not elite elite. It's it's difficult not to root for him if you vote oh, for the yes. Packers or the Vikings. It's difficult not to, you know, kind of take David Montgomery's story, right? He's a good dude. He is, by all accounts. And a talented football player. Yes. But he's a running back. Is. He's at the wrong spot. So if you had to, if we had to sit here today and, and uh, we opened up the Condon Casino and you had a prop as to which team is going to finish higher in the standings, Packers or Bears after what you saw last night? <laughs> it's still the Packers. Do you think? Yeah. I mean, it was a great what, Monday what, night for my Bears. It but. was. But Green Bay's 3-4, and four, and you've seen them the last couple of weeks. They've lost three in a row. I don't think, and they're a double-digit dog this week as they go to Buffalo. Have fun. Not only have the Packers lost three in a row, they lost to the Jets, the Giants, and the Commanders. Right. It's not exactly the who's no. who. I understand the Jets and the Giants. They're are off to great starts. I, I get that. And the Commanders may be better than we, you well, know, the first-class Commanders, awful. They, they, they got a quarterback than, now. Well, they do. I'm telling you, I'm a, I'm a Heineke guy. Not only did they go out and get Carson Wentz, that's fine. I had no problem going out and getting Carson Wentz, but what they gave up for him, mm. what are they thinking? Yeah, I do. That, that's the baffling part about it. Yeah, you got to have a quarterback. You don't need Carson Wentz. No, don't need Russell Wilson either if you're a Broncos fan. Here's a six rounder. Here's a conditional fifth rounder. Uh-huh. You know, if he starts more than half the game, something like that. Right. But to give up, it wasn't a King's ransom, but they no, gave but up it a was lot. more than they should have given up for Carson Wentz, who's worn out his welcome in Indianapolis. They were moving on from him, and the, and the, and the guy they brought in to replace Matt Ryan, he's already been benched. A 2022 second and third rounder, along with a conditional pick in 2023. For Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. what are you doing? No, with you. And you had a guy that was fine. Taylor Heineke was yeah. fine. If you're going to do that, it's about the future. It's about youth. It's about bringing a guy in. It's about drafting a guy like Bailey Zappi that you think is going to be a developmental guy. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. Bailey Zappi, by the way, uh, six foot and a half inch. That's what he's at the combine. Okay. Six foot and a half. Well, they they that's honest when they're there. Yes. I mean, they put you in socks and they don't f- they don't fib. Right. Um, well, he looks good, yeah, especially if uh, you know it's his first first couple of months in the league for crying out loud. I still don't think the Bears are even a seven and ten team. What are the Packers? Seven and ten. I think so too. Probably six and eleven for the Bears. I would still in that. Who has more wins? I'd take the Packers, but mm-hmm. closer than you think. I, I would, let's see, put the odds who has a better record. Packers minus 175, Bears about 2-1. to one. Does that sound fair? Yeah, I, I guess something along those lines. Um, 
Oh, Zion Williamson's hurt again. You no, he's not. Yes, he is. He's hurt again. They're breaking news on SportsCenter. Speaking of uh, not breaking news that's going to reverberate, but the NFL did their investigation into the two officials in the yes. tunnel. Uh, we discussed this yesterday in the first hour of the program. I think it's a fireable offense. I stand by it. I'm... Um, Shocked that people think that there's a big deal not to, uh, of you know you're making a big deal about nothing. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. It, it, it's about the image of the league, um, and it's a bad. But the NFL did their investigation, and well, they signed off. They didn't tell us why, right? And that's the baffling part about this. It's not just all right. A mistake was made. Mm-hmm. This is actually what happened. Which, mm-hmm. if you come up with an explanation, you can explain away a lot of things. Yep. It was. He wasn't getting an autograph. What was he doing? We're not going to tell you. What was the pen and paper that you were putting in front of him when he, as he was coming off the field after his team had just got beat? These They weren't 10 yards away from the end zone, Trent, when this happened. Mm-hmm. They just got into the tunnel, and the two officials walk over and um, stop Mike Evans and, and ask him to sign whatever it is that they're going to sign. The NFL did their investigation, and they said... Um, well, really nothing to see here. <laughs> and Mike Florio from ProFootballTalk.com and yep. NBC reached out to the league, and the league has said, uh, we've done our investigation, we won't have any further comment. Wow. I'm telling you, they're hiding something. They have to. They, there's something more there. They want it to go away. I get it. I think it's a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. I think it's a big deal that this is going on. Um, don't you? I mean, am I am I making too much of this? No, I'm right there with you. I I don't understand if you this give is me integrity. Give me an explanation. I'm fine with it. Right. Hey, they. It was something that they had to talk about. That's mm-hmm. what it was about. They, they can't even. They can't even do so based on a charity. Right. They can't. The, those officials can't be representing a charity when something they, that we asked no. about yesterday and brought up. Right. It has to go through the league if officials are going to ask a player for an autograph, an, uh, an item, uh, anything. Mm-hmm. They have to go through the league for that. This is a terrible look. Of course, the NFL wants this to go away. And I guess I it will. I, I mean, know. ultimately, it will, and it'll be forgotten about. And mm-hmm. we'll watch the NFL next week, and mm-hmm. we'll complain about officials. And it'll be the same thing week after week. And yeah, it'll be brushed aside, and that's what the NFL is trying to do. Just give us an explanation. Hey, we're showing the sheet where we write down the penalties or who gets a personal foul because uh-huh. they write that down. Right. So they have that. That's what we were showing. Something like some kind of explanation. If there is an explanation that'll lead me to thinking, okay, you were wrong, fool. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us. We'll have no further comment on the matter we consider it closed. Well, it's just going to lead to more uh-huh. talk like this. Uh-huh. And if you think that we're the only ones in Des Moines from 11 to 1 that are talking about this, uh-huh. you're sadly mistaken. It's a terrible look. If there's something there, be transparent and tell us. It's not asking too much. I don't think. I think it's a bigger deal. I think it's a terrible look for the NFL. If there is a legitimate reason why this couldn't waited till they got into the bowels or later, or well after the cooling off period from the football game, then tell us. That's all. Um, we'll get Keith in here, and then we're going to take a break. We're going to talk. Um, we're going to talk some basketball with Maury Hanks, who's the CEO of Global Sports Management. Uh, Keith wants to join the program. We're glad he does. Hello, Keith. What's on your mind? Uh, hey, yes. Uh, hey, I'm a I'm a high school official here in the state, and. And I know um, this uh, video has been kind of talked about by many of uh, my peers and I the last, say, 24 hours, and I'm horrified by this. Oh, good. Uh, and I know, I know one of the tenets we usually have is in the, uh, in the refereeing officiating circle is uh, I may make a ton of mistakes, but I don't care 
who wins, and I don't care who you are. And that's got to be an NFL official is several, several levels above me. (laughs) Right. And I just think this is a terrible look. And maybe, uh, maybe you're right. I, maybe there's something more here. Um, because on the face of it, that's a fireable offense. That's a termination offense. I couldn't agree uh, with you more, Keith. Not, you cannot look like you're starstruck. That's just that's just a terrible look. A- absolutely. Hey, no, but don't uh, hang up yet because I want to. Um, yeah, you bet. Just just real quick, uh, look. There needs to be more of you. Um, yes. I mean, if, if high school sports are going to continue or sports at any level, I'm part little league, etc. Dot dot dot. There needs to be more people that are willing to go out and uh, and, and to put on a, a um, your uniform and go out and take the you know do what you guys do. So thank you for doing that no, on behalf tough. of all sports very, fans. Very tough now. It's very tough now because back when I started, we weren't looked so much as the adversary. Right. We looked as people who were helping run the contest, and now. Uh, Crowds see us as adversaries. Yeah. Coaches use us as adversaries to bond with their team, mm-hmm. which I resent. Yep, and it just goes on and on. And yeah, we have a hard time now. Yeah, thanks for what you do, Keith. Appreciate Thank you, it. Keith. People used to play the game, and that's where we're falling short. So. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you, Keith. Appreciate it. Um, look, we need officials. We do absolutely, and at all levels, it's a great thing. Yes. You're starting out looking for a job. You're in high school. You're in mm-hmm. college. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things pays pretty well. Okay. I mean, in comparison yep. to what you're kind of getting, I mean, it's a little bit better than working a fryer at McDonald's, right? Yeah. And you're yeah. out there and doing those things. I umpired, I rep basketball, I did a lot of those different things. It was enjoyable at times. Mm-hmm. There were other times where I was uh, 19, 20 years old and getting screamed at at a slow-pitch softball game by a bunch of drunken idiots, but... <laughs> eh, it comes with the territory and you get your 50 bucks and you move on to the next That's game. That's what you got for that? <laughs> yeah. Do, what, do, what do high school officials make? Do you know? <sighs> I like a football. Guys are going on a Friday night. One fifty, two hundred, maybe that's, something that's, like that. Yeah, he's not for getting, Friday night. rich. No, not at all. You know, one of my good friends, who one of my buddies uh, that was in my wedding, he is a official. He does playoff games. He's moved up, and he's got a pretty good crew. Uh, I know Ross Hannum is a part of his crew. Played mm-hmm. at UNI. His older brother Ryan played in the NFL with the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. So they got a good crew. You know, they've done playoff games, and they have a chance to go into the dome. Those kind of things, and they go all over though because they're known as a good crew. Uh, most of their guys are in eastern Iowa, but they come to Des Moines a couple of times a year. They go up to North Iowa. They go all over the place. And that's the other part, trying to find those good crews for the yeah. big games. And as you think uh, over the course of the regular season, you know, there's weeks early in the season especially. you got five or six really good games just here in the Metro. How are you going to find good crews mm-hmm. for all those? Just how difficult Excellent that point. makes it. Uh, where will you be on Friday night? Going to be up in Johnston as the Dragons welcome in Mitchell Moore and the Little Hawks from Iowa oh, City, City my. High. I wonder if they've uh, – uh, what's the kid's name that's going to Iowa, the kid that's um, – Ben Keeter. Ben Keeter. Uh, was he disciplined for what he did when he seemingly maliciously, purposely uh, injured that kid? No discipline. There was nothing. Nothing that came down. No. He... Did Mitchell Moore do anything? No. Nothing. At least not as far as I know. No, that's nothing. all well and good. There was no suspension, nothing like that. Uh, there was his mom was on Hawkeye Report talking about it and saying that everybody the player's had it wrong. mom or Keating's yes, Ke- mom, Keeter's mom, Keeter's yes. mom was on Hawkeye Report saying that you guys all had this wrong. He's no, we didn't. Kid. We saw the video. Right. There was other things that were being said by the Dowling side. That's what led to it. You know, there's all kinds of excuses. Mm-hmm. Things happen in a football game. No, I get it's it. It's just, I, I get it. It's yeah. a bad look. It's a bad look. Right. How about you see the other story? I think KCCI had this, and maybe somebody else did as well. Um, the Hoover football team, what they went through at uh, Council Bluffs Thomas Jefferson on Friday night, Mm-mm. that there was, let me find a tweet. 
We're running way behind. Yeah, we are. Imagine that, huh? <laughs> I think Scott Reister retweeted it. Okay. They were accosted after their football game. Um, did he retweet it? How would I find a retweet from him? Hoover played over in the... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Western part of the state. I got uh, it Post game yes. at Thomas Jefferson. Students rush the field yelling obscenities, calling my guys racial slurs. This is from the head coach of Hoover. Uh, they surrounded our team, tried to instigate a brawl. Our guys had a light men and jogged off the field. After getting out of the locker room while walking to our bus, we were approached by 50 more students who were trying to start a fight. We didn't say a word and got on the bus. The Hoover Huskies are the real winners tonight. Couldn't be any more prouder of our team. That's from Theo Evans, the head coach of Hoover. But 200 kids. <laughs> Rush the field. And apparently there's an investigation into this. Come on, folks. Come on. You want to end a good thing? Yeah. This is why, This is how this happens. TJ right? gets their first win of the year, tip of the ball cap. Is that what it was? Kids are excited. Okay. Right. Rush the field. Right. Have fun. But come on. Surrounding the Hoover team as they're walking Precisely. Off, waiting for them. In the, in and trying to bait them into council, a brawl? Council talkie, huh? Anyways, I will take a timeout. We're late. We will get to Maury Hanks. He's next CEO of Global Sports. Spent a few minutes on how they pulled this together. I know Drake's going to participate in a similar event next year. Um, boy, by the way, Drake's going to be a talker this year. They're yes, they're going to be winter really long, good. They? They're going to be really good. 1130 Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. In Urbandale. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back. Time for another $1,000 handoff. Go to KXNO.com right now. Once you get there, enter the keyword cash, cash, KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000, cash, KXNO.com. Maury Hanks. Maury, first of all, apologies for running late in this segment. You've been on hold for a long time. Uh, but we appreciate you coming on to share some information. I was going to participate. The Emerald Coast Classic, it's Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, you are a, a, a big, obviously, a big, play a big big role in orchestrating this tournament as that's what you do uh the ceo of global sports management maury trent condon ken miller thanks for coming on first of all i guess my first question is to you on on tournaments such as these um does any school ever say no to these opportunities (laughs) yeah they actually and first of all thank you very much for having me on today yeah they actually do i mean each team can go to a, a certain event once every four years so you know, Maui's, Maui's usually the best. It's got the best, you know, the, it's the longest running one. It's, it's in a, it's in a great location. It's got ESPN behind it. Yeah. Uh, the Bahamas pays teams a lot of money. So teams, if they can go there once every four years, they're going to. And, uh, we're very fortunate to have four power five schools, including Iowa this year, uh, you know, down at Destin, Florida, Thanksgiving weekend. We've seen both Iowa and Iowa State play in this event in the past, 2015 for the Cyclones, 2016 for the Hawkeyes. Getting Iowa back there, uh, the opportunity, the fan base, the way that they travel, how important is that? Uh, looking at not just a team that's a Power 5 team, but one that's obviously going to bring, bring some people down there to Florida. Oh, no, we're thrilled about having the Hawkeyes come down there. Uh, they, they brought a lot of fans the first time. Uh, they're always a, you know, a well-coached uh, team that's uh, – 
you know, fun to watch offensively. And so the people that aren't from Iowa that, you know, just basketball fans down in that local area with the other teams enjoy having them there as well. But we're very happy to uh, have a team such as Iowa come down there that will bring some fans. Now, Maury, uh, the tournament takes place in an area of Florida called Niceville, which apparently is in the Destin area. I guess got to ask, um, and, and not knowing, um, did, did Ian, did you guys, uh, did Ian bypass you? What was the damage, um, obvi- uh, it's to the area, uh, when the hurricane passed through a couple of weeks ago, if any? Yeah, none at all. It was, it was much farther south than to the east of gotcha. where Destin is. It, it, it hit Tampa. Uh, Dustin, Florida is in, in the panhandle. It's the best beaches in the United States. Uh, they, you, when you go there, if I blindfolded you and put you out in the, out in the beach, you'd think you're in the Caribbean. Uh, the sand is, look, looks like sugar. And, uh, uh, that's why it's great for people from the Midwest and different parts of the country to go Thanksgiving weekend. Our temperatures have been around 70 degrees. Um, and, uh, you know, the teams really enjoy that and the hospitality down there and whatnot. For people that are still interested, looking at a getaway, the cold weather's starting to hit us already, and said, you know, that's not bad. It's a month away. Still can get aboard, see their still flights that get down there. First of all, fly into Destin. Is that what you fly into? And secondly, can people still get hotels and, and packages? Yes, they, they, they sure can. First of all, one good thing about the tournament for fans is they can fly into Fort Walton Beach. Uh, the, the, the code is V as in Victor, P as in Paul, S as in Sam. VPS, and that's that's actually eight miles from the arena. But also, you can fly into Panama City and Pensacola, which are like 45, 50 minutes to the east and west of Destin. And so it's a great location for fans trying to get down there. Um, you go to uh, emeraldcoastclassic.com and click on travel. We've got some uh, connections. You, you, you contact the hotels directly. And then uh, also, uh, that's where you get tickets at emeraldcoastclassic.com. Uh, we, we, we start selling tickets at $20 and there's not a bad seat now. So there's only 2,300 seats in the mm. arena. They're all chair, they're all chair backs from the floor to the top row. There's only 11 rows. And for $20, you get, you get two games in a session. That's for a session. That's just not one game. You get two games. Uh, I will be playing Clemson, as you said, in the first game on Friday. And, uh, and then the game after that will be TCU as a top 15 ranked team. We'll be playing Cal from the Pac-12, and on Saturdays, uh, the losers will play at 3 o'clock, and the winners will play at 6 p.m., and that's Central Time. Hmm. Uh, for those people that can't make it down, there is TV of this of event, correct? CBS Sports Network, is that your partner? Yes, yeah, CBS Sports Network's done a great job with us. We're very happy to have them. They'll show both games on Friday night and the championship game on Saturday. Well, great stuff. Uh, is there a website we can uh, become familiar with, Maury? Yes, EmeraldCoastClassic.com. It sells yeah. tickets. It's got game information. It's got um, it's got travel partner info, things of that nature, hotels and and whatnot. So uh, we'd uh, like, like to invite all the great people from the state of Iowa to come down there and uh, enjoy Thanksgiving weekend. Absolutely. So Thanksgiving itself, will the team be there? Well, when do the Hawks get there? Do you know when? Will there be an opportunity uh, yeah, for an open I, practice? Uh, no, they don't have open practice. They, they get there. Most teams get there on Wednesday. Yep. We have 90 minutes of practice for each team on Thursday at the arena. Mm-hmm. And then we tip off. We've got four games going uh, Friday and four games going Saturday. Great stuff. Good luck with your event. Uh, we appreciate you coming on. Say hi to uh, to Mike Mahon for us. Thank you, Maury. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Good to talk to you. Maury Hanks, CEO of Global Sports Management. If you don't have plans for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, 
You're fed up with the football program? <laughs> Though uh, you're saving up for a bull trip? There you, you know, That's a good point. Uh-huh. That bull money that's in your sock in the sock drawer? Yep. That's burning a hole in that sock? You're not going to anywhere real nice, I don't think, if they do even get to a bowl game. Um, in all likelihood, no. No, no there's going to be no Florida you know, this year. Charlotte, eh. Detroit. See, I would like to go to Charlotte. I've never been to that. I've never been to the Carolinas. You want to get mayo dumped on your head, too? No, I don't want that. I just if we like, could make that happen, I would definitely go with you. You would chip in for the airfare, were <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. I'll take a time out. We will uh, talk to Scott Peel from Jethro's. He's the general manager at Bacon Bacon. They're introducing some new menu items. He's going to bring one of them in uh, for... Well, you're on the other side of the glass. Yeah, I am. We need you over there for Uh this segment. (laughs) Um, But we'll we'll do that in the second hour. Bama Bob, Trent, and I are going to go around college football. We'll recap what we saw. I know it was Saturday, but I like this segment. We only get a few certain number of weeks for it. I'm not missing one, damn it. Uh, So Bama Bob will kick off hour number two, and then Vinny Iyer covers the NFL for the sporting news. Uh, He'll be our final guest on a Tuesday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106 point in Ankeny. Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. We take you up until uh, 1 o'clock here on Des Moines Sports Station. Coming up in hour number two, Alabama Bob and uh, Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News. Well, I'm eating... Uh... You need to catch your breath over there. <laughs> I don't like pickles. I know you so don't. So Scott Peel from Jethro's comes in and says, I got some pickles. I don't like pickles, Scott, but thank you anyways. I can't put these things down. What am I eating that's so good? Uh, so you're eating a Nashville hot fried pickle spear. So we have a regular fried pickle on our menu, but uh, this is a, one of the limited time offers we're running right well, now. Uh, this so. this thing is a hit. Now it gets your attention going down. Yep, there's um, a little fire to it. There's a little fire to it. I'll probably pay the price as a 63-year-old tomorrow morning. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, I'm enjoying each and every bite of this as, uh, as we make it through. So welcome to the program. You're the GM at Bacon Bacon. Yes, sir. On 22nd Street in, uh, in West Des Moines. I drove by it. I've driven by it a couple of times at lunch. You guys do a heck of a business at lunch don't you yeah we're pretty busy we got a lot of businesses and stuff right around yeah. us uh, keep us pretty full at lunch uh, we get a lot of construction crew because mm-hmm. uh, we're right off the interstate and right, stuff sure. too so uh so when you change i mean what i guess what goes behind it um everybody's got to change right you have to evolve you have to adapt when it comes time to redoing a menu which is you know, pretty iconic since Jethro's been around so long. What goes, um, how, how difficult is that decision and who gets ultimately to decide what some of the new items are going to be? So we've got a director of uh, restaurants, Dominic Iannarelli. Oh, Dom, I think I've met Dom. Yep, yeah, was yep. he at um, uh, 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 the, the downtown, the the, the seafood Splash. place? Splash, yep, right. Yep, yeah. Um, and he uh, he comes up with a lot of the menu items. Uh, him and I and my kitchen manager collaborate on a lot of this limited time stuff. But we started this uh, about April of last year, mm-hmm. uh, running every month, so just some limited time offers just to kind of see what went or what didn't go um, and get some feedback from guests. It was a little aggressive doing it every month, so Mm -hmm. we switched to doing it in three-month cycles. Uh, So this is the current one we've had running in October, and it'll run through the end of the year. So, 
I love all your guys' sandwiches. Uh, the melts, that's always something that we always jump aboard when my wife and I and the family come there. Uh, you guys have a new sandwich on the menu that, that I've hit right now, and I just got about half of it down, and I'm going to pound it during the next commercial break. Barbecue Bumstead Sandwich. Tell me what I'm all eating here, because this thing is absolutely incredible, what y'all have. Um, so we took the comic strip uh, Blondie, and we kind of made a little play on that. We wanted a, uh, a smoked meat sandwich that was piled high like that and, and filled to the brim. So we took uh, smoked pork loin and sliced it, smoked chicken breast and sliced it, um, and then we've got Canadian bacon on there as well. And then we've got a smoked cheddar cheese, and then it has a uh, smoky maple bacon mustard on it and then lettuce and tomato and then it's on a uh, a jalapeno cornbread toast mm, so good yeah i saw you uh, in fact you got some just in the corner <laughs> of your mouth right now <laughs> saving that for later <laughs> don't blame me a bit <laughs> waffles are here um breakfast all the time um so our store uh, the specialty is breakfast yep. so we have breakfast all day every day mm-hmm. and then our store opens at eight o'clock on saturdays and sundays uh for brunch too so so how many people i mean you guys have such great food over there the the, the barbecue is outstanding how many people typically will come in at say supper time and you know what i want breakfast um, more than you'd imagine. Is that right? <laughs> we get a lot of it. Um, we have uh, we we get a little bit of an older clientele as well, and breakfast just digests a little bit better than some things. <laughs> so we'll Good we'll serve a lot of breakfast all day long. So. So, uh, Scott, also, not only, of course, all the great food that you guys have there, but another great thing about Jethro's, you got games on. I mean, you can catch the game wherever you are. It's a reason that we love to go there a lot during, you know, a football Saturday or Sundays. You guys got football games on. Tell us about the viewing experience for people. I, I don't know many people out there that haven't experienced Jethro's, but you're a sports fan. Maybe just want to try it out for the first time on a football Saturday or Sunday, which you guys also have for the sports fans. Yeah. So we have, uh, four giant TVs at the bar. Um, we've got a total of about 35 TVs and almost anywhere you turn your head, you can find a big screen. Um, we always have, um, obviously all the local games on. Mm -hmm. We don't carry the NFL Sunday ticket, but most of those games are on Fox or CBS or whatever anyways. But, uh, we have been able to stream the ESPN plus games. So there's a lot of Iowa state games on there. We've caught some Drake and UNI games on there as well. And you get an NFL game for you guys at, uh, at bacon bacon opening your doors at eight o'clock in the morning. Sunday, Mm -hmm. the Broncos and the Jaguars are NFL plus exclusives. So you guys will, uh, for the clientele that comes for breakfast early Sunday, morning be able to look after that uh, portion of the nfl fan base yep so we've had uh there's been two london games mm-hmm. uh that started at 8 or eight thirty, and we've had those on and we've actually uh seen a, a big uptick in business for those mornings where there's a game on yeah, understandably who so. do you root for scott who's your team are you, are you... Uh, I, i'm a little well i i'm proud to say i'm a cyclone fan uh-huh. i went mm-hmm. to iowa state grew up around the when'd the you university. graduate uh 91 91 so. okay and then um i am a cowboys fan I'm a little little less uh apt uh-huh. to put that one out there but uh <laughs> um they, they're doing a little bit better this year you enjoyed the 90s you graduated from college and you won all those super bowls right? yeah yeah but it's been a, a bear cupboard since then so <laughs> yeah.
Indeed it has. Well, thank you for doing this. One other menu item that you brought in here. I got to give the boys credit where credit is due. The sound off sandwich. I think it was Justice Travis that came up with this bad boy. Um, You bring it back every football season, at least you have for the last couple of seasons. I've never tried it. I've got one in my to-go bag that I'm going to clobber when we get out of here uh, at at 1 o'clock. Is it as popular as they lead us to believe that it is? Um, It's pretty popular. It's it's basically a brisket Reuben. Our, our turn on the Reuben. So the corned um, beef is out and the brisket is in. Yep, yep. Winner. Um, yeah, it's great. You can't beat our brisket. Um, little Thousand Island, little sauerkraut, Swiss cheese on marble rye. Um, it's a fabulous sandwich. So, so uh, you're going to be changing the menu throughout the winter months? Okay, I mean, periodically, just a little tweak, tweaks to it? So so we change this. This LTO program is something that really just happens at Bacon. Um, okay. Occasionally, some of the other stores will feature something as a lunch feature or whatever. Um, but uh, that, that part is almost exclusive at bacon but we do make menu changes uh we just had a change in july or august here um added a new sandwich called the stockyard special What's that? and it's got burnt ends and oh brisket my. it's got a, a bacon uh ch- cream cheese spread on it uh it's it's amazing too it, it, it sounds amazing. How good does it have to be to get you guys to change the menu and add it permanently? <laughs> well, unfortunately, there's so many good things on the menu. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. you got to send a, a good thing packing just right? to make that's room just for it. something If you, if you else, bring so. one in, you got to kick one out, and that's got to be Absolutely. tough to do. Uh, thank you for doing this. Uh, we appreciate you coming in spending some time with us. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to tell us about Bacon Bacon? No. Uh, you know, if you got uh, holiday needs for catering, you oh, need some sides, yep. stuff like that, I think we're going to be running a, a company-wide special on that um you know we've got great you know mac and cheese is is wildly popular Mm -hmm. mashed potatoes we have the the bacon sausage gravy at our location uh but uh yeah we'll be featuring bacon sausage gravy for the biscuits well we do for the biscuits and gravy and stuff but we also um that goes on our mashed potatoes at our location Uh so um thank you i appreciate it scott peel general manager bacon bacon thanks for coming in and thanks for bringing uh, all the menu items that you did. Hour number two, Bama Bob, Trent, and I are going to go around college football. Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News will talk NFL. Look forward to doing that with Vinny. Uh, Trent's plays of the day. What are you betting on? Well, we'll find out. There's nothing. NBA. Lots of it. Of course you are. Miller and Condon, hour two next, 106.3 KXNO.